it's uh, the end of the first week here in August and give you just a little bit of what I'm seeing out in the fields as we work on our farm visits. Um, definitely uh, this corn crop's coming along pretty nice. Uh, seeing some big numbers out there. Moving a little slower than I uh, originally thought it would due to these temperatures. Um, that's a good thing. The longer we take from pollination to black layer, the bigger the yield, the bigger the fill itself on the corn side. Disease pressure out there has been ramping up some, uh, surprisingly still low, meaning that the susceptible numbers, uh, which should be loaded with disease, uh, are actually uh, few and far between. But there is some disease out there. The northern and the gray leaf are the two that we're seeing the most of in the fields. And uh, some of these fields, of course, did hit threshold and had to be managed itself. From an insect side, for the most part, fairly quiet. Uh, we did run into uh, some heavy rootworm pressure in a couple of fields, uh, which was kind of surprising, even to the point where I think we'll have some standability issues. But it's a minute number. Um, this is the first time in my career that we didn't have to spray some fields for silk clipping. So I think the, the winter is playing a, a part in this. The rootworm pressure is light. The uh, Japanese pressure is also light out there itself. So um, I think that's an aftermath of the weather. From the insect side in corn, about the only thing I'm concerned about is aphids. We did find four fields this week that needed to be sprayed for aphids. The aphids had exploded, um, and you are getting sticky walking through the field itself. There is aphids now in just about every field, um, so we need to keep an eye on them. These fields that we did have to treat were treated with a fungicide only, and I believe that probably spurred the uh, the actual break. Uh, outbreak of the aphid itself. But what we would do is go out in the field and drop a pin on your iPad or a location, check where the aphids come back to that same spot in three days, see if they're there. If you come back in three days and you can't make up your mind whether the population is growing or not, then it's probably not. The predators are taking care of it. You will definitely notice uh, an increase in, in numbers. Uh, and we're not worried about pollination in this case. But if they do wax up those upper two or three leaves, especially where the corn is still in um, uh, early to, to late milk, we can affect the test rate of that top one-third, and we don't want that to take place. So uh, aphids in the corn are, uh, are really our only concern that I can see right now from that perspective itself. Soybeans, um, we're seeing some disease in the septoria brown spot at the bottom, uh, bacterial blight at the top but not a lot of heavy disease pressure. You're starting to see some of the mildews within itself. Most of the beans we're in this week, we're finishing up R3 to mid R4 and a half. So it's go time for the beans. Um, they'll take water from here on out to, to fill the pods uh, itself. We've got to be careful if we're going out there rescuing any herbicides because these beans uh, at R4, there's no coming back if we abort pods and beans off of that itself. So, um I'm not over-enthused about the pod set that I'm seeing as far as it's not as uniform as I'd like it, but we're still early in the game, and I, I think we're looking at a at least an average to slightly above average bean crop at this point, but we do need August to step up and take care of it. Not seeing any aphids at this point in the soybeans, uh, so from that perspective, looks pretty good. Bean leaf beetle almost non-existent out there in the bean fields itself, so... Stay on top of it, guys. Don't uh, don't let this thing slip away from you. This is a big crop, and let's uh, let's make sure we scout it to the finish. Talk to you next week.